Happy New Year, everyone. This is episode 26 of the Mill Spec Believer podcast. I know it's been a minute since I've put an episode out. Uh, I've been really busy, just, um, you know, family time uh, with the holidays and getting back into work after the holidays ended. Uh, so anyways, guys, my apologies up front just for not being consistent the last few weeks. Uh, I've been trying to stay somewhat present on social media, but I know I've just kind of been failing to get an episode out there. So thanks for uh, tuning in. Hope you guys enjoy this and hopefully it's helpful. Uh, please on the front end, I'm going to say this, reach out to me on social media. Uh, I've been so encouraged by you guys reaching out, sharing your prayer requests, uh, just connecting some of y'all and just saying, hey, this is who I am. And, you know, just to meet another believer, um, even if it's through social media, like super encouraged by that guy. So please keep doing that. That's been awesome. So with that, let's dive into today's topic. Uh, we're talking about JTAC integration. I know we've talked through on some previous episodes of what JTAC execution looks like and um, kind of going through the steps of that. Uh, this is going to be a little bit different than that, so hang with me. Um, so your primary goal, I'll start there, as a TAC peer JTAC is to integrate and to be a liaison between your customer, you know, whoever that is, and whatever strike capabilities are in your area of operation or your AO. So let's dissect that for a second. Um, who's your customer? Uh, it might be the conventional army, might be a foreign service, might be any service, uh, might be an ODA, might be someone else. Whoever it is, your primary goal as the JTAC for that team is to integrate with them and to be the expert on those strike capabilities. So what do I mean by strike capabilities? Um, any aircraft with the ability to put effects on the ground. So that's any service aircraft, any rotary wing, fixed wing, um, the whole the whole shebang. Artillery as well, right? Both strategic artillery, smaller organic assets too. Uh, and then we're starting to cross into stuff with electronic warfare assets. So not just kinetic effects, you know, dropping a bomb, but non-kinetic effects as well. Like what can we do to the enemy? Um, that's not just involving bullets or bombs. Um, so I've mentioned this before, but for the most part in your JTAC integration, you know, you are not deploying as a huge team of JTACs or TACPs. You have a few guys going to join a larger force. Um, you're there to be JTACs and Again, all this is general. Uh, it's not always the case, but for the most part, this is what you'd expect. So I'd say your first hurdle as the JTAC is joining a group of people you most likely don't have a previous relationship with. If you look at any team environment, uh, you can consider its development, right? There's four stages. There's forming, storming, norming, and performing, and I'm not going to give you a seminar on those <laughs> topics, um, but hopefully you've heard some version of that. Uh, if not, like go go play team sport, stop playing golf or tennis, uh, and you'll hear it in some way, shape, or form. Uh, this process is inevitable when you throw a bunch of rando people together. 
Uh, we, we experience this at basic training first off, uh, again at the schoolhouse when you get your schoolhouse team, um, and all throughout your career. Um, whether you're military or not, you'll experience this. You know, you start on a team, you suck at being a team, you figure it out, and then you go crush it, right? There's a process to that. And all I'm saying is, as the JTAC, when you deploy, you don't have the ability to go through this process organically. You're, you're thrown into the wolves and expected to figure it out. Like, be a good dude and, and fit in with whoever your customer is. So, what does being a good dude mean? Uh, it's funny, you hear that term all the time. Yeah, like, he's a good dude. Um, I heard it at the schoolhouse, like, endless. Yeah, he, he failed his land nav. Yeah, he really sucked in the field. He's a good dude, though, you know? Like, <laughs> like it's terms thrown around all the time. Um, but honestly, like, being a likable person can actually get you pretty far with people and your integration efforts. So, I mean, there's a reason why people say that, and there's a reason why at the schoolhouse the instructors will generally try to weed out people who are just, like, they're just being turds, right? Um, they'll try to get rid of you. But hopefully this all makes sense. Second hurdle, at least on the conventional side, uh, the conventional army switches jobs about every nine months. So as a JTAC, you're fostering these relationships with these key players, right? You got your ground commander, you got your operations officer, your intel folks. Um, and then these people switch jobs. Like, in the end, I think it keeps them well-rounded. Um, but you'll have a completely different ground commander, a completely different operations officer, like, nine months after that dude started, and they'll go on to whatever is next in their career, you know, like their development. So, I mean, that's the Army's goal, and I think it they're just trying to keep people well-rounded, but it definitely screws you over as a cast team uh, when you're trying to nail down TTPs or get into a good operational groove. Um, the way things should go, should, um, hyper-emphasize that, is when you're preparing to deploy, you know, as a conventional army division or unit, you execute some small exercises that ultimately lead up to a major exercise such as NTC or JRTC, um, and NTC or JRTC are two different events that um, they validate your brigade for deployment. Um, and then you go deploy and you go execute it, right? Um, but here's how it really goes, right? You, you mission plan for uh, these smaller exercises and prep for NTC or JRTC. And then, and then they do a job change. And then you go to NTC. <laughs> and you you crush it, you figure it out, you are winning the fake war, if you will, and and then you get back, you're gearing up for the deployment, and there's another job change. And then you deploy, and you get into a groove on your deployment, and then there's a job change. It is just crazy. Like, it's wild that the Army does this. Um, you cannot get into a groove. You cannot foster relationships with these people because... You're with people, and then they, they leave. Um, 
Like, how are you supposed to foster a solid team when your customer is switching roles every few months? <sighs> Side note, uh, attack piece for a long time have been aligned with their respective army units. You know, like at every major army division, there's attack P ASOS or squadron. This is exactly why this thought process doesn't make sense. If the army is coming and going and changing jobs all the time, then living next door to that unit doesn't actually help with your integration efforts. Just let that sink in. Just a sidebar. <laughs> all right. Uh, truth be told, though, all signs are kind of pointing towards conventional tack P's de-aligning with the army and just living at like a special warfare hub um, at a base and then kind of, you know, augmenting to whoever needs TACP support. We'll see if that actually happens. I think it'd be pretty cool. Um, but anyways, back to the point. Integrating as a JTAC is almost always going to be with someone you don't have a relationship with. Um, that's really the point I'm trying to drive home, and that's why it's really important that you're good at your job and can gain credibility fast. Uh, the third hurdle to JTAC integration is the fact that the enemy has a vote. You can mission plan as much as you want, foster these relationships. You should mission plan. Um, but at the end of the day, like your, your job expects you to be able to integrate and make decisions quickly and do this all in a stressful, consistently changing environment. Can't plan everything out. So to shift gears here, what does integration look like with fellow believers? Uh, we just talked through roles as a JTAC and you're integrating with all these people who are fellow service members. It's all great and awesome. It has its hardships, but you work it out, you know, for the good of the country and for the good of the cast team. Um, but as Christians, like, why can it be so hard to integrate with brothers and sisters in Christ? Um, are, are you yourself in fellowship with believers? Do you hang out with any Christians? Like, are you alone in your faith? Have you just been hurt by the church or fellow believers, you know, so you just do your own thing? I know there's so many situations out there, so I'm um, not going to try to claim to answer all of those with what I'm about to say, but uh, to kind of sum it up on the front end, I do think that um, when we don't have a desire to be with other Christians, our biggest issue can be one of two things. I think first, um, we, we could be in the boat that we forget that we ourselves are broken. Uh, you know, in our pride, we, we pursue God still, but, but we're by ourselves. You know, we, we don't want to be surrounded by other people. You know, they just are bringing pain and hurt and suffering and, I'll just do my own thing. Uh, or second boat would be, you know, we let our brokenness cast shame on ourselves and, and our shame, we ostracize ourselves from other believers. Neither is good. <laughs> um, but just to start on the first one, what does it mean to forget that we ourselves are broken? Let's look at Romans 12, 16. This is Paul talking to the Roman church. And he says, live in harmony with one another. 
Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Never be wise in your own sight. Our perspective of ourselves should always be through a lens of needing redemption. Always. Um, in, in certain circles of Christianity, there, there are some who believe that uh, they chose God, um, that they mustered enough within themselves to seek God for salvation. Uh, this is called Arminianism. Uh, the Reformed view, the biblical view, is that we are so depraved that we couldn't choose God even if we wanted to. But God does the work in our heart, and we then follow him. Um, even before I was born, God had predestined me, Ryan, to be his child. If we look at Romans 8, verses 29 through 30, it says, For those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, in order that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. And those whom he predestined, he also called. And those whom he called, he also justified. And those whom he justified, he also glorified. So, like a sinner, I was born. And yet God chose me and did a work in my heart in order that I might have a relationship with him. God didn't wait for me to say I'm sorry or repent, you know, before seeking me. God didn't wait for me to be clean so he could hold me. Therefore, so pointing to everything I just said, like we love guys because God first loved us. We can accept the fact that we are broken we accept the fact that we are all being sanctified and we can integrate with one another in a way that mirrors that. Knowing we will get hurt, knowing we will be wronged, and knowing that God is redeeming all of us as his people. Uh, I love this quote by Charles Spurgeon. Uh, he says, If any man thinks ill of you, do not be angry with him, for you are worse than he thinks you to be. <laughs> It's awesome. I love it. Um, it's how we should all view ourselves, honestly. Uh, we're all in need of God's grace. So, moving on to the other shift of the pendulum. You view yourself with shame and therefore ostracize yourself from other believers. Um, the answer, guys, is, is actually the same. It's, it's interesting how this works. The answer to pride is the gospel, and the answer to shame is the gospel. But we have a tendency when we sin or mess up, like we view the church and other believers um, as better than us, or you know we don't want to be around that, like we ostracize ourselves in order to not feel the shame. And we do the exact same thing with God. Um, you know, like when we are in sin or we mess up, like our heart is not there to want to go to him in prayer. Our heart is not there to want to approach God. Like, like we feel the shame. Like what did Adam do in the garden, right? Like he ate the fruit and he hid, like God came looking for him in the garden and he hid. Thankfully, the story didn't end there. Um, God saw Adam out and there's a lot in there, but he made a promise to Adam and Eve that he would redeem them. He made a sacrifice and he clothed them. 
and ultimately sent Jesus Christ to be the better, true Adam. So integration is the key to being a good JTAC. Uh, your mission will fail if you suck at integrating. That's step one. Um, and as Christians, like we can't ostracize ourselves, whether it's for pride or whether it's for shame. Uh, we must join each other as brothers and sisters in Christ in order to do the work God has called us to. Like Life happens, like just like in the JTAC example, the enemy gets a vote. The enemy in this case is sin. Like It makes things messy. It can seem easier to live like a monk and just to not integrate with people at all. But God calls us to be a church, which is a group of believers, and to glorify God. And there's no better way to do that than to be a broken group of people together pointing each other to Jesus. I hope this is helpful, guys. I hope it's encouraging. Um, there's, there's no way you can be successful in trying to be bold in your squadron or your workplace if you're not looking at it through this gospel lens. Um, I promise this will help. I promise this is so much easier to accomplish when we're all trying to do it together and you're not just by yourself. So hopefully this is encouraging, guys. Hopefully you kind of see that, like, obviously the mission of this podcast is to integrate. The mission of this podcast is for us to all be brothers and sisters in Christ and to be pursuing this common goal together. And hopefully talking through some of this has been helpful. Uh, Hopefully you guys have a good week, and I will talk to you guys soon. See ya.